So we're joined by Jeevan today and Jeevan's here to tell us a little bit about his journey. But before we get into the journey, Jeevan, it'd be great to hear a little bit about yourself. Brilliant. So yeah, my name is Jeevan. Um, I'm 22 years old. I am fourth year medical student. Yeah, so I've finished the 12-week programme and we're just going to follow and have a good chat about how it's gone and impact it's had. Amazing. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we're here. We get to the end of 12 weeks. We graduated from that first phase. And I, I do want to share your, your progress. I want to share your wins. I mean, a lot of people like to talk about their physical progress and it'd be good to hear about what kind of progress in this journey. Yeah, so um, I probably lost like a few kilograms. So um, from the start, from the starting weight to this and like lost a few centimeters around my waist and my chest. Um, but I think it's more like the psychological changes that have happened alongside the whole thing that I'll, that will important to me from the start and that I've achieved now and those are the more things that I've taken away um, from this whole process the most. So in fact let me just take this step back a little bit I mean you're 22 years old uh, to be honest when we spoke initially you know you're probably one of our youngest clients you mm. know coming through this journey coming through this process and what you're saying there is it wasn't about the physical progress that you made and again, that's probably going to be quite surprising to a lot of people. So yeah. would, would you be able to give us a bit more of an insight in terms of what were the benefits? What were the what were the uh, challenges that you overcame during this journey? I think the best way to do it is to like start with why, um, the whole why around I chose to go onto the program. I think um, the place to start was with my te- like being a teenager and the fact that I've always struggled uh, with my weight. I've always been overweight slash obese. Um, I've definitely been obese um, and I've struggled with it for years. I tried some other diet programs with other personal trainers and um, it was kind of a crash course diet type thing where it'd work, I'd lose the weight um, in that time period, but I felt super restricted. And it never really, I felt at the end of it that it never really targeted the main problem. And that's why I had this rebound effect, this whole yo-yo dieting effect where um, I just put pile on the weight um, as soon as it stopped. So I kind of wanted something that was long term. And that's why when I said I don't, or wasn't too fussed about how much I lost and like the actual physical changes is because there was a lot of problems psychologically driving my, my reason for being overweight. And that was the main purpose of me. Um, getting in contact with you to be honest it wasn't necessarily trying to find something quick like a quick and easy solution because I've, I've tried that in the past and it never really worked again this is where it becomes this is where our values aligned because obviously as a as a coaching company we're not here to give you quick wins I mean we want people to be successful but it's not about the short-term result it's about what we can imprint upon you that you can live live towards you know long term so a lot of that was education based, but also we did work on the psychology around food. I mean, was that one of your your kind of biggest successes within this journey? For sure, because um, my so before we started on the twelve weeks and when I was in the discussion phase with you, I was pretty I was in a pretty bad position in terms of my diet, especially. Um, I always enjoyed exercise as like a, a release from like university and the pressures of that. But in terms of diet, I also use that as a way of relieving stress. And I think that's something that I identified more during the 12 weeks by working with um, Rena, the psychologist, um, 
And yeah, because of, I was using it to kind of offload my stress, I was going through a lot of phases of binge eating, which contributed to my weight a lot. And then I'd feel like the guilt associated with that when I did do that. And it just kept going in like a nasty cycle where the guilt would then drive more binge eating. And then I'd go in a super restriction um, in terms of diet and not cutting out all kind of unha- like a tip, like classically unhealthy um, foods and then giving up again. So it was, it was, there was a lot to target within these 12 weeks in that sense. And that's why this, I'm really, really helped with that. Um, just but working through what was driving that, um, what my relationship is with food, changing my perception around food, and not um, labeling things um, as like any food. Any all food has its purpose, and you don't necessarily have to like that. It's more damaging. What I learned from this whole process is that it's more damaging to perceive things as good or bad in terms of food than it is to just identify the reasons behind why you're eating it at that time and that's made a massive impact in terms of um in terms of i don't feel like i need to binge anymore so (laughs) that's that's impacted that again just hearing you say that it's one thing knowing it because a lot of people will know that logically they hear me talk about it every single day yeah it's a different thing actually living it i mean when you were looking at us as a as a coaching solution for you did you realize that we came as, you know, a whole package and we were going to work together with you on a, a psychological perspective as well as a training and a nutrition? Or was it was it a surprise to you that that was part of the process? I did quite a lot of research um, into it beforehand and that was what attracted me to it in the first place. Um, I know that when you identify, uh, like, you introduce the idea of um, a psychologist being on board, you're quite hesitant with me because not so many people necessarily um, up for doing that. But... For me, that was one of the primary reasons because I knew within myself that there was more to the problems I had in terms of my lifestyle than simply going on a prescribed diet plan of X, Y, and Z, losing X amount of weight in a certain amount of time because I've gone through that and I've put all the weight back on. So it was, for me, the whole reason why I approached you was because I wanted to target the problems at the core and build my way up slowly from that. Do you feel now, as you're sitting here after the initial 12 week, well, the, the first phase, let's say, do you feel that you've got a firm grasp of this? You feel really confident about, you know, taking all that information forwards and where do you think that's actually going to show up in your life? Um, I feel, again, I, I, the compar- like the contrast between previous diet programs and this one, I wouldn't call it a diet program, it's completely different, but I'd call the other ones a diet program. Um, the contrast is like massive because... At the end of that, and I'm sure people, other people listening to this can identify with this because it's pretty common. At the end of those eight or 12 weeks, I can't remember what it was, but you just feel as though I can't wait for this to end because I want to go back to exactly what I was doing beforehand anyway. Whereas now I've kind of built all the tools I need to psychologically mainly, and I would say mainly psychologically because I'm fortunate in the position of being a med student, of knowing kind of what I needed to do, but having that self like reassurance from the team also helped. But in terms of psychological tools to do the binge eating, that's really helped. And that's something that I actually feel confident in taking forwards without necessarily having as much input as I had in the past. Whereas I felt with other programs that after those eight weeks, like they didn't want to know you. And um, you weren't, you, basically the position you were left in was that 
they've given you a prescribed diet and you've got to eat eggs like you've got to eat I don't know a certain amount of chicken or eggs and nothing else about outside of that and any person can tell you that that's not sustainable because we're not robots and we're not going to eat the exact same thing for the rest of my for the rest of our lives and I don't know why they expect that from me and feel like it's acceptable whereas now um, through this whole program I can eat what I, I want there's nothing there's nothing ever prescribed for me in this which was really something that was important for me because from day to day as a normal human being we don't eat the same thing and we don't want to eat the same thing because that's really boring um, and now from what I've learned nutrition wise I know that I can eat what I want as long as I kind of plan it for the day and that's been really important for me. I really like that comparison that you made between I guess what you've experienced in the past to what we've worked with you on and I like that you're actually in a position now where you're more motivated and more driven than ever to take this forwards and you feel you've got the tools to do so like for me that's that's true fulfillment because then we've imparted what you needed to take you forwards and I know I was like stay with us I want to push you towards this I want to get you here and there but it's actually really really it's a beautiful thing to hear you say well I've got what I need I know I can continue with this so I'm truly truly grateful that you I think you you jumped into this program there would have been some trepidation initially about joining some hesitancy I think obviously financially as you um as we've talked about in the past like it was a bit it was a big commitment and in comparison to other programs you feel like oh it's um a bit of a shock but um again it came came down to what i wanted from the process and i knew that this was going to target those issues so and it has successfully and i feel in a much better position than it was before so in terms of looking at it um retrospectively now um i feel like i've extracted like so much value from it because i'm not left in that position of not knowing what to do there's not so there's not questions about how many calories do i need for the day how what how much exercise um, do I need to do? What exercises do I need to do? How do I perform those exercises? All those questions are that were in my mind in the past, which you, I, I would have still been left with after like fi finishing um, an eight-week program, um, for instance. Those questions aren't there anymore. Where and now I know that I can. It's kind of given me the confidence to commit to a plan that I've given to like, for myself. Whereas I feel as though when you're on your own without having any kind of guidance beforehand, you're always left second guessing and you don't really know. Even if you are, you do happen to be doing the right things. You kind of need that reassurance from somebody somewhere to say, oh yeah, this, you are doing the right thing. And now I know within myself that I can trust my own, like the knowledge that I've gained from this process to be able to say, okay, I need to do this. Um, calories wise, um, macros wise, and I need to do X, Y, and Z exercise to um, gradually work towards the goals that I'm looking to achieve. You you're in control, you're empowered, you know where to take this forwards. You're not going to have to keep reinvesting in something every three months or every six months, you know, every time you have a break from uni and every time things die down. But like you've got the tools now to take forwards forever. From your perspective, is there anything that you would like to tell other people? that are potentially in that loop. You know, that loop that you described earlier, that guilt, the binges, the stress that that creates. I mean, is there any advice that you would share to them? I think the biggest thing that I would say is that it's so easy to be so harsh on ourselves. And me, especially, the way I've been brought up is always about, it's this whole, 
perfectionist type attitude where it was very academically, I was very academically driven because that's where my parents um, kind of saw value in life is that, you know, in, and this is, all, this is all related by the way, it seems like we're going into, on a tangent about that. Um, <laughs> so for me, for like from like college, um, high school years up until, uh, you know, start, starting uni, it was all about academic, academics and um, I didn't really care about my, um, what I was doing to my body at that point. But um, as part of that, as part of that um, kind of psychology, it was all about um, trying to strive to be the best like um and be quite competitive as well and i think when it came to looking at how much damage i'd done to myself during that process um how much weight i'd put on i had i kind of applied that same principle where i need to have a perfect um diet whatever a perfect diet is i don't think it exists um i think it does in a certain sense but not in the traditional sense of you know just eat loads of veg and loads of protein and you know you'll achieve like a unknown Arnold Schwarzenegger type look but um, what I've realized from this is that you shouldn't be so harsh on yourself and you should reflect on the reasons why you're eating x y or z food rather than focusing on something being good or bad and I was I remember in June our calls I'd always talk about like KFC or like Kit Kats and um, thinking that you're gonna judge me for saying that but what I've realized is that you can incorporate those kind of things into a plan and still achieve it. And that's a massive thing because if you talk to anybody on the street about how to lose weight, you need to cut those out. Um, number one, cut those things out. But to find something where you can actually incorporate that um, is so powerful, like amazing. And I think what the the first thing to realize in order to achieve that is to be less harsh on yourself. So if you're going, if you're going to, um, to reach out for that Kit Kat, I'm just going to use that as an example, um, because you've had a really stressful day and you know life's not going away as you planned it to, then that's just a normal human response and you shouldn't necessarily judge yourself for that. Whereas in the past I'll be like, damn, like I'm, I am like screwing my whole diet up now and then that would create the whole cycle again of, you know, rather than having the one kick cut, I'd then have like 10. Whereas when you lose that whole idea of restriction and you accept that, okay, if I just have the one today and then have another one the next day, and the next day, and the next day, I'm still going to work towards my goals. And I'm recognizing that I'm not a robot and that I do have cravings for food that are traditionally perceived as unhealthy, but can contribute to your health just as much as I know salad can because looking for into looking at a long-term approach I don't care who you are even if you're a bodybuilder you still have like um off seasons where you're eating whatever you want so everybody has those um cravings so just accept them incorporate them into your diet rather than taking them out and then giving up a few weeks later what does it all come back to it comes back to self-awareness well why mm. am I doing this in the first place accepting yeah. yourself for who you are and then being aware that you don't you, there's no right or wrong when it comes to food you know this perfect diet this notion of a perfect diet it's got to be individual so you see on, on online you go on instagram what's the perfect diet you cut this out you've got to eat more of this there, there's no perfect diet it depends on the person mm -hmm. that's eating the food right yeah. so if, if you give me a bowl of chickpeas to eat my stomach blows out and i get bloated for days 
Yeah. yeah. If I give you a bowl of chickpeas, it might react very, very differently. And we've got to all understand that we are unique human individuals with unique human experiences. So I'm mm -hmm. really grateful that you shared that. I mean, looking back on the program where you are today, just from a personal perspective, I'm so grateful that you joined us. I'm genuinely grateful because, again, you're a man ahead of your times. Like you're usually, if we think about it, the doctors that we do work with, they tend to be in their, their late 30s or early 40s. You've joined us at the right time because now you've taken back control. This is going to show up in your studies, it's going to show up in your career, it's going to show up in the way that you deliver your passion to the people that you work with going forwards. And again, that makes me truly grateful because what's the point of what we do if we're educating you? It's about leaving a legacy. And even you're the guy that's going to leave that legacy on the community based on the work you've done. Now, I want you to be really, really proud of yourself. Um, any parting yeah. thoughts for, you know, for anybody listening to this, any other thoughts that you'd like to share today that we haven't covered? I think I think the main thing is that um, t take resources online with a pinch of salt. Um, if you're going to um, trust in somebody, then make sure that you're considering if they're considering you. So if they're considering your needs and what you have to go through each day, because if they're just a bodybuilder, which a lot of them are, and they prescribe to a certain diet, that's good. That's great for them, and it's obviously working towards their goals. And I'm not. I'm judging them for that because that's what they do but will that work for the average human being who's got a busy lifestyle and um has other stresses in their life which don't revolve around just going to the gym and having a certain diet then if the answer to that is yes then you need to be very careful about who you invest your money and your time into and um how you, how you go about um planning out your diet and your exercise around that and i think another key point i would like to say is that um, it doesn't have to be this whole thing where you, you're super, I keep saying this, but you're super restrictive. And then even in terms of exercise, it can be hard to fit in. Um, I found it hard, really hard revision, but it's better to do something than nothing. Um, and it has so many benefits for you mentally as well. Um, you don't, I, I, was, I was always on the mindset that, you know, um, I'll just apply it to studying because that's what I know about. Um, that if I can go 12 hours a day um, just sitting at the desk and revising then I've achieved like lots and lots but actually taking 45 minutes out here and every few hours it's actually made me more productive because um, I it's a massive release from um, all the revision firstly and secondly it just clears your mind and so that when you do come back to it you're like 10 times more productive rather than you know struggling to read for the next page for instance and I'm sure that, that can be applied to other people and you know the things that they do each day. Yeah, look, if, if we think about productivity and efficiency, like you can sit there for 12 hours. It's the same as people that go to bed and say, I've, I've had nine hours sleep because I've been in bed for nine hours. If you've been you know, tossing and turning, you've gone into the toilet three times and you struggle to go to sleep and once you've woken up, you struggle to go back to sleep, then yeah, you may have been in bed for nine hours, but you didn't get nine hours sleep. Same with work. If you're sitting in front of a computer all day, doesn't necessarily you're getting work done. You're not productive. You're not efficient. This is mm. what we were talking in our recent roundtable about BDNF. Huge, huge area to look into in terms of neurological health going forwards. But also, it makes us more productive in the moment. So when it comes to actually learning more, we're able to take more information on. We're able to retain that information. So again, it's it's beautiful to hear you say that from your perspective and what you've taken from it. And also, like, what I'm hearing from you is, it's all stuff that you can apply going forwards. 
It's not just something you did for this 12 week block. It's something you're going to do over and over and over again to reap the rewards over and over and over again. I think that the you can't put a measure on, you've, you like, you thanked me for um, the whole idea of like passing on this um, to other people, but I need to thank all you guys, um, not just you, Jogi, but also Rena and um, Chris, you've been so helpful um, throughout this whole thing because as I said, it was never about um, a short-term solution to something that I've suffered from probably for most of my life in terms of a disordered relationship with food and exercise. Um, but now I'm in a position where I can work towards my long-term goals, which um, at first sounded silly when I, I say to you that um, I'd want like I want the dream body, um, and that seemed like some an abstract concept that was never going to be achievable. But I've gone from that point 12 weeks ago to 12 weeks ahead, thinking actually taking a long-term approach. I can see that happening one day. It might not be in eight weeks time but it may be in a year's time in two years time and if i could look back at myself two years ago and ha had i done this whole process then then i would have saved myself two years so overall you might think that you're saving yourself time and effort by investing into a short-term program but if you're honest with yourself you know you probably aren't gonna um keep it up long term um, maybe you will but i don't personally i know that i wouldn't um, whereas if you invest in a program where you get educated about how to do it yourself and you feel com and I'm, I, I can speak for myself when I say that I feel confident that I can go ahead uh, with the tools that I need to achieve my long-term goals, then what more do you really want? <laughs> I, I guess there was one thing that I was going to ask you, but I think you've already answered this. I mean, what would have happened had you not pursued it at that time? I mean, do you think you would have gone on to another program which would have been a short-term fix or do you think it would have uh, do you think you would have been where you are today to be honest with you I, I was very I was you know as I said I was very lost at that point and I was not prepared to um, invest into another eight-week program because it had done so much damage to me psychologically as well and that's something I didn't touch on but I think is important is that the amount of psychological damage that I actually experienced after those uh, uh, the eight-week program that I was on um, it was it was really bad because I was on such a low like number of calories, eating such a really basic diet, and you've been fed this idea of that this is the only way you're going to lose weight. So I was pretty lost at that point, and I think that if it wasn't for your program, I probably would have had to seek kind of medical help in a way for it because I know as a medical student that binge eating disorder is actually, you know, a, a, a medical problem. So. I'd probably have to have gone down that route because I wouldn't have much else of a solution, to be honest. And I feel comfortable saying that because um, it's a me like mental health disorders. There, um, there's a lot of stigma surrounding it, but I don't feel that the stigma is justified because it's so easy, especially in the like the day and age that we live, um, we live um, in today, to actually go down this route of binge eating disorders or other forms of eating disorders to achieve the, the goals that you want to. But um, I think that in a way the whole coaching process that I've been through with you guys over 12 weeks has just transformed that and it meant that I actually feel in a much healthier position but um, yeah to answer your question if it wasn't for this I don't know I think I probably would have to go down that route because it was in such a bad place beforehand. Jubin, the more you talk the more questions I have for you man because if I think about what you've just said there and the types of clients that we work with, they tend to be people that have unfortunately been damaged at one point or another, 
whether that be physically, physiologically or psychologically, by these short term approaches, by this chronic dieting that we see so, so commonly uh, yeah. within, our, within our culture. You talked about some of the internal drivers. So, you know, that perfectionist mindset, the, the kind of values that you grew up with, that you have to be spot on, especially when it came to education. And you tra- you transferred that and applied that to your physique at the time, which created a lot of challenges. I'm just wondering, I guess this plays into age as well. Were there external drivers, things like social media that kind of push you down this pathway of thinking, well, there's only one way to do it. And it is these eight week kind of approaches. Were there external drivers as well? For sure. Um, I think looking at most of the people on social media, because as a 22 year old, I'm always on my phone, um, looking at like loads of different fitness um, like gurus and stuff and they have like a perfect you can eat you see them eating um, very basic meals and as i said i'm not against that because i know that that's what they require in order to achieve their things with their but um it it plays it on your own mind and you think well that, that's the only way that's literally the only way that i've got to um i i, I can achieve like the same body and that's not that's really isn't the case and i think when have such perfect physiques and you want to like strive for the same especially the mindset as you as i said that i have mm. um it it um just playing your mind a lot and you think well i really can't be eating the usual things that i eat or that my mom and dad cook for me um because they just don't prescribe to this like really restrictive approach so that definitely um affected me that was the main thing really and um yeah and then it kind of gets reinforced by going on programs by these people who say that yeah this is the only way and I just think it's, just, it's pretty terrible yeah probably a separate issue <laughs> well, no, it is a, it's a recipe for disaster when you've got the internal and the external drivers that meet and match and they say actually this is only one way that you can do it and then if you can't adhere to it if you can't stick to it start feeling like a failure I mean mm. especially when you've been successful in other areas of your life failure doesn't feel good I, I recognize areas of that journey and I recognise how powerful it is, again, that you understood what was happening. You took that step back and instead of rushing into a, another falsehood, you said, actually, now I'm going to look for a long term solution. Again, not common. Amazing. An amazing trait to have to actually step back and see that, especially in this digital world that we live in, where it is about instant gratification. Again, mm. I'm, I'm commending you for that, man. And I don't want to sound like I'm just kissing your ass here, but <laughs> you need to be aware of that. And you also need to know that going forward you can keep applying that in every single area of your life and that's why i know i'm confident of stepping back and not having to support you further because i can see it i can see it's going to happen it's it's not a case of if it's a case of when and we're always here to support man we're always going to be your community we're always going to be at the end of a phone or at the end of the facebook uh, community group so you know feel free to constantly access this man but no, i really appreciate that yeah. amazing Jimena, thank you so much for opening up and sharing you. your journey today that's um, okay We'll call it a day there and hopefully, you know, phase phase two or conversation two of this or episode two of this in a few months time where we hear how you've progressed further. Did you enjoy this podcast? If so, we share so much more valuable content on Instagram every day. Join me at the Indian Body Coach. And if you're interested in being coached by us, simply click on the link in my bio.